0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Trevor Wood is the owner of Network Midlands Limited. Trevor has written a series of blog posts about various aspects of networking, and in today's interview, we talk about two of them the differences between selling and networking, and the reasons why businesses fail to make networking work for them. My guest on the podcast today is Trevor Wood from Network Midlands Limited. Thanks for joining me, Trevor. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Now, when it comes to networking, I'm always really keen to impress on people that they shouldn't go into the room thinking that they're going to sell, because that's a real turn off. And I know that you've come up with the 10 differences between selling and networking. Is that right?
1: Yes, I have. Um, I've sort of curated this from my own experience and from talking with other people um, and a couple of um, uh, newsletters that I get. So yeah, brought it all together.
0: Okay. Well, take it away, Trevor. Tell us the 10 differences between selling and networking.
1: Okay. First of all, uh, I want to say in the past, networking has often had negative connotations and that's very often because salesmen get sent along to network. Um, you, you've probably come across the scenario um, a salesman turns up because he's been told to go and sell so he thinks th- uh, and his boss says go and try some of the networking events so they come along and do their sales mm-hmm. pitch. Um, but I'd say the main differences between selling and networking is that sales is a process of, try- of interaction between two people to try and produce a sale of the goods or service, whereas networking, uh, a sale could be a consequence of the contact, um, but it's not the primary goal. So, you know, a a salesperson in a networking event might well, but is is almost certainly focused on the short term. They're Mm -hmm. trying to get uh, a sale now, whereas a real networker, uh, somebody like you and me, for example, would, would would spend time building relationships uh, and they're focused on the long term. Yes. Um, A person who's selling will try to detect a need that can be satisfied by their product or service Uh, and so they'll listen um, but only so that they can hear what is need what the whether there's a need that can be filled. Whereas a, a networker will share information that's interesting to the other party, even if it's got nothing to do with their business, um, they're mm-hmm. listening to help. Mm-hmm. And the the hard seller sales networky person is only likely to give if they're going to get an immediate profit, whereas uh, a real le- networker will give without actually expecting something back at the time, but actually in the long run, they're probably going to get more back than they give. Yes. And as already mentioned, you know, the, the, the salesman will listen to sell, whereas the networker will listen to help. And the salesman will ask questions um, to be able to position their product or service better. Um, to seek a way that they can actually sell to you. Whereas uh, a networker will ask questions uh to to find out how they can be uh, of service to you and, and to assist you and that's not just in what their what their product or service is but maybe connecting you with somebody else that uh that you need to talk to.
0: Yeah. I think nobody likes to be sold to, but everyone likes to be helped, don't they?
1: That's exactly it, yes. And that's probably the primary difference between a salesman and a networker. Um, I like to think of the salesman as a a hunter, Uh, and they go in and there's a bit of rape and pillage, they grab everything they can and then they disappear off. Whereas networkers are farmers, uh, and they go in they spend time, they're building relationships, they're building friendships, and they're cultivating the contacts that they've got.
0: Yeah, I like that analogy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, they'll find everybody interesting, whereas um, the the salesman will only find a potential customer interesting.
0: Yeah. Okay, so what have you got next, Trevor? Well,
1: again, we've all seen this at networking events. The person who comes around, shoves a business card in your hand, maybe takes yours, says hi, hello, and disappears on <laughs> and further. Um, but actually, what you really want to do is... Give out business cards only to people that you've really made contact with and perhaps who you, who you want to continue that contact with. So spend time talking to them first before exchanging business cards. And the salesman will, again, going back to talking, will only talk about their product or service and probably won't listen to you mm-hmm. um, or, or listen to, to what you've got to say about your product or service. Whereas um, the, r- the real networker, in, in my eyes, we've been given two ears and one mouth and we should use them in that, o- in that percentage. Yes, They will listen a lot more than they will talk uh, and they will encourage the person they're talking to to say more about themselves and to, to open up a little bit. Um, the salesman will try to bring attention to their product or service. They'll, they'll be dropping it in all the time. Whereas a networker um, may not even talk about their service. They may hear something that the other person's saying and, and, and suggest somebody else in the network to go and talk to uh, and refer them on, in fact. Mm. And finally, for the salesman, the goal is to sale. Um, I heard somebody say that that they often view, uh, view people as um, a necessary evil <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, to be used to reach their goal. Whereas with a networker, the goal is to establish and maintain contacts. And one of the possible consequences is a sale. Other possible consequences uh, and a probably uh, a richer income, uh, a richer result in the end is actually a referral. Mm. Um, one way or another through to a third party so that's that's really the basic difference but you know we we've seen these these sort of people at uh, networking events and they don't last very long eventually networkers cotton on to who they are and start avoiding them.
0: Yeah Yeah, I mean I've certainly been at a meeting where um, it was a lady representing a local hotel turned up and she joined our small group of four or five people who were chatting and instead of you asking us about what we did or introducing herself or anything kind of normal she literally handed her business card to everybody in the group and said um i'm from the such and such in hotel we have rooms you can hire for conferences and so on i'm sure you'll be interested in that thank you i'm moving on to the next group now and she literally said that and moved on to the next group and we all just looked at each other and thought did that really just happen and I <laughs> yeah. can't imagine that anybody kept that business card.
1: You might have kept it, but you're never going to use it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the other ones are the other people that... And I must, there is a particular um, franchise-type thing where this happens with, and I think they must train their guys like that. They almost pin you up against the wall and won't let you go. <laughs> and they just keep blasting you and keep blasting you. And I've seen that at networking meetings and uh, again it gets to the stage where people recognize them coming in and think I'm not going to talk to him I'm going to avoid him and it actually tarnishes the brand of Mm. that uh, of that franchise Um, it it was such a negative effect on me that I'm just not interested in using that brand at all
0: yeah Uh, I'm surprised that anybody thinks that kind of approach would work
1: yeah I but uh, I guess that salesman. They're, that's the way they're trained. That's their, their psyche. That's their mentality. Otherwise, they would be doing something other than sales.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame because, like you say, that kind of behaviour does give networking groups a, a bad name. It does. Okay. So, are there any more differences? Do you think, Trevor?
1: That's primarily it. Um, I sort of rolled some of them together. So, uh, uh, but the the real real big difference is, I'd say, is listening rather than talking and building relationships rather than blitzing.
0: Yeah, I I would agree. Okay. Now we've also got something else we're going to chat about, which um, is the reasons that businesses fail to make networking work for them. I mean, I guess what we just talked about is is one of those reasons, but. um, what other reasons do you think there are?
1: Okay, well, the first one is they don't have a clear message. Um, and that is that they're not communicating what they're actually looking for in a referral or what they're actually trying to sell or whatever. Um, so some people will come along. Uh, we we had a, a person at, one, at a networking group I used to go along to. Um, her husband was an electrician, and she started off by saying he was... Part P certified and very spe- and it meant absolutely nothing to us. Mm. It wasn't until we got sort of two thirds of the way through that we actually found out he was an electrician. <laughs> so the, the tip there is get up front um, with who you are, what you do, what sort of referral you're looking for. And then people can be thinking about that while they're listening to the rest of your talk. And perhaps they don't even know what success looks like. Uh, when you visit um, a networking group, you've got to have an idea of what you want to get from that group. And different groups are, are better for different things. So um, am I allowed to mention names of, of networking groups? Of yes. Okay, so mm-hmm. people like BNI, they're very, very focused on getting referral work mm-hmm. and they're very, very good at it. Uh, other networking groups, for example, Federation of Small Businesses, um, there's a much more relaxed and very good for building relationships and uh, getting business support and ideas and, and, and such like from. So when, when you visit a networking group, decide what you want from it, give it a go. And if it doesn't happen, um, then that networking group probably isn't for you. Try something else. And that leads on to failing to commit. And this is, again, something that salespeople do. Mm. They'll visit a networking group for two, three, maybe four meetings, not get anything from it and and move on. And we've already said that it's building relationships. It can take time. When I started networking, it was about 11 months before I got my first referral. Mm -hmm. But the quality of referrals I was getting um, because I had committed and was building the relationships, they turned out to be really good. One of these clients I had for 15 years. Wow. Uh, and uh, she only stopped being a client when they sold the business. So commit to a network. Um, if you think it's going to work, give it a good try.
0: Yeah, I think it can take a while to um, to get to know people, can't it? And, it and, and if you don't know people, um, and you don't you don't know that you can trust people you're not likely to refer them on are you
1: that's correct yes yeah you have to build that um that that trust with people because they're going to trust you with their clients and if if they refer a client to you and it and it all falls flat on the face then they're going to look bad so um next one is um businesses they don't do their homework um Prepare for the meeting. Uh, uh, you, know, you might be having to give a presentation. It might be a one-minute one, it might be five minutes, it might be 10 minutes. But know exactly what you're going to say and what you want to achieve from it and how you're going to say it. Practice it beforehand. Perhaps put some time in your diary every week just to prepare for your networking meetings. And then the biggest failure in my eyes is failing to follow up, particularly following up on referrals. Yes. Um, I've referred uh, worked, uh, potential clients to people, and when I phoned up the, the, the referee a while, uh, while later, they've never heard from the person <laughs> I referred them to. And it, well, actually, that doesn't show well on me, but it also doesn't show well on the other guy. No. He might have just lost that million dollar contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, that 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 amazes me because if you've been given a referral, that that's a warm lead, isn't it? it Why is. would you ignore that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and especially with the, the referral-focused groups like BNI, their their leads are always really warm mm. um, or hot. They're expe- the person is expecting your phone call or expecting your letter um, or whatever, and if they don't get it, they you've lost work, mm. and again. Going back to our previous talk about selling and networking, businesses focus on the sale and not on the relationship. Yeah. I don't think we need to say any more about that. <laughs> but then you also have the, the networkers who, I guess what you would call as nine-to-five networkers. The nine-to-five networker will turn up for a networking meeting and they're there for the networking meeting, but outside of that, they don't give it a thought. They don't arrange one-to-ones. Um, they they don't prepare properly beforehand. They don't follow up afterwards.
0: And I would say that the one-to-ones are very important, I know that, That's where the magic happens.
1: It is indeed. That's where you start building the relationships, find out more about each other. Uh, you know, I would find out about you, what sort of clients you're looking for. And then At an absolute minimum, keep an ear open, but maybe even, oh, actually, I know, I'm going to talk to these people and see if they actually want the sort of work that you're doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's all really, really valuable, I think. Yeah. How about um, making sure that you stand out, that you're memorable at a networking meeting? Well,
1: that's interesting. It's really easy for women to be memorable at a networking meeting because you can dress differently. Um, for men, it's suits with or without a tie um, in general, or maybe you you wear what you wear for your trade. So um, I wouldn't necessarily expect a builder to be wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. But you, know, you, you go into a networking meeting and there's all the men they are wearing dark blue or dark grey suits uh, with a tie or, or, or not. But yeah, it, it's very difficult to stand out. Um, I've taken to wearing very bright coloured ties. Uh, And if anybody wants to point me out, it's, oh, look, you know, you need to go and talk to him. That's Trevor, the one with the hideous tie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the other thing that stands out is a good tagline uh, when you finish your presentation, because people remember that. I've actually picked up a referral where uh, or picked up a client where the person who was running the meeting phoned me the following day and said, Somebody spoke to me. They couldn't remember your name or your company, but they remembered your tagline and want to talk to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, you, you have a, a, a little gimmick that certainly you're using on um, virtual networking meetings, your, your white hat. Tell me about your white hat.
1: Well, my, my, my day job, if you like, is a cybersecurity consultant. So I, I perform penetration testing on uh, websites. So I'm what's known as an ethical or white hat hacker. Uh, and so I, wear, I put a white hat on uh, and finished with the tagline, I'm one of the good guys because the good guys wear white hats. And for those who remember the old Saturday morning flicks, the good guys in the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys and Indians and the Westerns films always wore white hats and the bad guys always wore black hats.
0: <laughs> well, it's great because it, 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 that makes you stand out and that makes you memorable.
1: Yes, it does. And I, I've seen some others. There was... Um, uh, a painter and decorator his tagline I, and this was nearly 20 years ago so it shows I still remember it his tagline was I'm a painter not a stripper <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I like that <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: you know if if you're listening to this and you haven't got a, a good tagline get some friends around and brainstorm some mm. I know we can't go down the pub and have a beer at the moment but um, when when you can have an evening down the pub have a couple of beers and brainstorm some ideas for taglines it won't take long to come up with some really good ones
0: yeah I think that's a good idea now just coming back to to the virtual meetings again how are you finding those are you finding that it's very different to networking in person Uh,
1: yes and no I think um, a lot of the meetings because they're they're geared around doing a, a one minute elevator pitch that's very similar the the thing i'm finding very different is it's difficult to break off into groups and have a mm. chat and and do the the i was going to say social networking but it's not quite social it's the beginning of the relationship building yeah. process um, and that's very difficult online uh unless you you're on a networking group where they can they break you off into into rooms or something. But even then, it's very difficult to get a flow going of, of chit chat um, because it's so easy to talk over each other.
0: Yeah. And I think this, this makes the, the following up and the one-to-ones afterwards even more important.
1: Yes, absolutely. I've actually probably had more one-to-ones afterwards um, now than I did with, uh, with face-to-face networking.
0: Yes, Um, and
1: me. I I think I'm probably getting certainly two, maybe three or four a week, whereas before I might have been having one a week.
0: Yeah, I would say it's it's the same for me.
1: Also, of course, the the follow up online uh, is a lot easier than doing it face to face because you don't have to travel. Mm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does. Well, thank you very much for chatting to me, Trevor. That's been a really fascinating insight into the differences between selling and networking and the reasons why businesses fail to make networking work for them. And um, I'm sure this is going to be useful information for our listeners.
1: That, that's great. Thank you. Um, you will actually find on on the blog on my website um, some of these tips. i realize realised one of them I haven't written up yet, but there are a number of tips and Uh, blog posts about networking on there so um, that's uh, network-midlands.co.uk and search in the blogs for networking tips and you'll find them
0: lovely well i'll put that link into the show notes as well so that uh, people can find it easily that's brilliant thanks for listening to small business big network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.